Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. Today we got quarterbacks, running backs, rankings for week 10. This is going to be an interesting list. Not really sure where we're going to go with this, where Jeff's going with this. We again, we don't go over this mean ahead of time, which I always kind of find more interesting, Jeff. I don't know about you. I kind of like not knowing what the other's doing here. Yeah. It's kind of kind of interesting. And then we end up having the same ranks half the time. So <laughs> but before we get to that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit. Go to Instagram. We're fantasy football profit on there. And the website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. That's where you can find the full rankings all week. They'll be all up there and they'll change possibly as the week goes on as we know more about players. And Maybe Zeke suspended. Maybe he's not. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen on this one. That's not going to the schedule the court. It's not until like Thursday, so that could change. So let's start off quarterbacks. Jeff, where'd you go? Number one this week. Number one. Um, I gotta go with Dak. I figured you might go Dak. I did not. He's my number two. Doesn't you want Russell? Russell Wilson. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, and right. he's been doing amazing. <laughs> so has Prescott. And yeah, basically what it came down to is I was like, mm, Arizona, a little bad. Eh, they haven't been that great. But I, I don't know why. Russell just, the first half of every game, he looks like crap. <laughs> and then he and then he pulls out these giant, massive point games. So I'm, I'm going to go a little more uh, tried and true on the Dak Prescott. I feel like he's... He's been good. Yeah, he's been really good. He really is. He's been good. And then I went Tom Brady, number three. Going against Denver, I, I'm not as concerned anymore, really, about Denver. They're still – they have the potential to be good, but I have a feeling – I kind of think what's going on is this team is so bad offensively, it's just kind of ruined the morale of the team in a way. The defense is just – I don't know. They're just – they don't – they're not as focused, maybe you could say. Something like that. I don't know if that's what it is. But they don't They don't worry me, and it's Tom Brady. So Then I rounded out my top five with Cam Newton and Drew Brees. I hate that I put Cam Newton up here again. This is what he does to me. A couple good weeks, whatever. He does some running. The reason I have him up here is the running. It's his, he's running the ball a lot. And that's why he's up there for me. It's just, if he runs the ball, he's going to be good. And plus, I don't like a lot of these other options, which happens a lot. But that's what it is. It's Cam Newton's running ability. And that's why I'm putting him up here. I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, don't blame me. I have uh, Tommy Brady at number three, Matthew Stafford at number four. So I have uh, our boy from Detroit. Uh, they're playing pretty well. I like the way he's playing with both Tate and Jones at the moment. Plus, he's going against Cleveland. Yep. And then I do have Cam Newton rounding out my top five. Once again, that's exactly what you said. I I won. I wish I could bury him, but he's been playing pretty good. Yeah, and he's going to – one of these weeks he, he will hurt you, and it'll be a bad week like he does, but there's enough running there to usually make it worthwhile. I put Stafford six. He's been – He's been decent. He's not really lit the world on fire this year, but he, it's a good matchup, and he's good enough. If they can just score touchdowns, he'll be good. And they against Pittsburgh, they got they I mean threw the ball over the place. They just couldn't get in the end zone. So hopefully we'll see something more from him in that game. Rounding out, I'll round up my top ten: Matt Ryan at seven, Jared Goff at eight, Roethlisberger nine, and Tyrod Taylor goes number ten for me. So I feel you have a couple other guys in there that I don't, but you be surprised. Um, so I have Drew Brees at number six. I have McCown at seven. Yep. <laughs> Goff at eight. And then Roethlisberger at nine. And then I rounded out with Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. All right. Who has just been okay this year. But yeah, it's a weird uh, a weird one to 
to predict because I never I never thought in my wildest dreams I would have McCown and Goff in my top ten together. Yeah, I thought about McCown there too. Tampa's been poor against the pass, really so bad. he he's my eleventh. So it's not like I'm far off on him. Just put him eleventh. And Kirk Cousins is twelve, but going against that Minnesota defense scares me. That actually scares me a little bit more. More than other teams right now. Yeah, so. I have Kirk Cousins at number 12 as well because of the Minnesota. And he's, you know, he's been kind of a little up and down. Yep. And yeah, he has been a little up and down. So, I mean, he, sometimes he goes, he's, he's more matchup based to me than some of the other quarterbacks. His, he will fluctuate more on matchups than other guys. Mm-hmm. Some guys I don't really worry about. Like, I'm not worried about Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott against matchups too much, unless it's like, you had some amazing, amazing defense out there, which I don't think we have. Maybe Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville. They is, scare me a little bit more. And, and that's why I have uh, Philip Rivers all the way down at 15th. Yeah, I put him 17th. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, so I have him at or, 15th. Yeah. But because Jacksonville is a real deal when it comes to defense. They they really are. I think that's the only one I can say this year that feels like it is that. So he's down there at 17 for me. What about Jay Cutler? Did you buy into last week at all? Uh I have him 16th. Okay, I have him 14th. Yeah, Carolina's pretty good defense. Yeah, and I, I need to see one more week, but in in my head trying to figure out why he did so much better last week, I'm wondering if it's because they did get rid of Ajayi, and now they're going to lean on the pass a little more, trying to figure out what they're going to do with Devontae Parker, um, so they're going to let him air it out a bit. That is probably wishful thinking on my part, but at the same time, his numbers stood out compared to what he's done the past eight games before that. So obviously something a little bit changed in my adjustment in the matchup, but you know, one more week and I will definitely start to actually pay attention to him. What about Jacoby Brissett? He's had a couple good weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I wanted to bump him up a little more, but I, I just don't trust him. I have him a 17th. Yeah, I have him 15th, but this, yeah. I don't think he's, honestly, I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. But he has some running ability. And, I mean, he's he will have good games on good matchups. This isn't really a good matchup. And if he's just gonna, if, if he connects on a deep ball with Hilton, that's where he's, yeah. he's going to have a good game. That's that's pretty much it. He's, but I think he's going to take the chance. But I hate players like that to play. I hate using those. Yeah, They're just... He has a rapport with Doyle and he has a rapport with Hilton. And obviously Hilton, the reason he had a good game last week is because Hilton put on a freaking clinic, right? I can't imagine Hilton will be able to put up over 150 yards and a couple touchdowns every game. So I, I just think Brissett is, you know, every once in a while he'll spike and get people excited. But I, I think he probably should stay pretty low. And we talked about on the waivers, but Goff, McCown, those are the streamers this week. If you can get them, if they're in your league yet and you need a quarterback this week, Get one of those two. I mean, that is pretty much get one of those two players. And I think you'll be okay for the week. I really like Jared Goff. I mean, that offense is great. I just like what I've seen from him. And I mean, just future-wise, do you think this is something that can continue for Goff? Is, does he become a guy who's going to be, think about it, without bye weeks, let's not, there's no mm-hmm. bye weeks. Is he still going to be bordering on this top 10 level for you now? Or is probably top 15 for sure, I guess. For the rest of this year? Yeah. Um, he, he, he's going to be a little more matchup dependent. Uh, I, I, I love what I've seen from him. I think in future years, he will become that star that they drafted him as, but it does worry me too. Like, you know, every time he hits a good team, he does stutter pretty badly. So you saw him go against Seattle only get, you know, not even eight, go against Jacksonville. He almost got 12. Um, but every other team, you know what I mean? He, um, he makes bad teams pay. Um, so as long as they're not playing one of those top teams, which uh, he does play Seattle later on around playoff time, 
But other than that, there's no one else that scares me. So he probably would be starting a lot. Yep. Maybe I would start him against Minnesota in week 11. Either, but. Yeah, I kind of agree. It. He's 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 another matchup to pace matchup dependent guy. So, how about running backs? There's not much else with quarterbacks for me. That's kind of straightforward. I think you know who the guys are at the top now these days. They're the one that's you know Russell Wilson, Dak. It's weird to say it's Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, T- Tom Brady, and it would be Carson Wentz if he was there. It's yeah. th- those are the top guys. It's, and Deshaun Watson. I mean, to, yeah, go figure, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But this is another another thing to say about. Don't spend on a quarterback in the draft. How many times we can say it, this? Yeah. This is this is one of those times where you can really see it again, because even Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott, they were known commodities, but they weren't they weren't highly sought after really in drafts and auctions. They weren't spending anything to get them. So just remember that. All right, running backs. This is more interesting, I would say. A little bit more to talk about here with the running backs, and kind of curious here, who's number one? Uh, let me just, I'll run through my top five. Um, basically, number one is going for Bell. Going to Indianapolis. Then I go Gurley. This is also assuming Elliott plays. Yeah. Obviously. So, he once again, he's going to be a, a way and see. It's almost turning into a soap opera about him. But um, So, Bell, Gurley, Elliott. Then I have Fournette and, uh, and McCoy. Edges out, actually, Gordon because Gordon's going against Jacksonville. All right. My number one's Bell. Is go with Bell every time. Zeke's my number two. Obviously, good change. We'll find out. Todd Gurley, number three. Leonard Fournette, number four. Deshaun McCoy, number five. <laughs> so, yeah. we have uh, two switched. Yep. That's, yeah. These are the these guys have been pretty good all the time. McCoy, yeah, he had a down week. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's going to have those. Everyone's going to have those. Then Gordon's my six. All right. The player I really want to ask you about, Alvin Kamara. Where is he? Dude, I love missing Alvin Kamara. How High up, he's in your top ten. I know this. I think he is. he has to be right. Is he? He's actually not. Oh wow. Well, he's number eleven. I think you're too low on him. I don't know. I have a hard time. I have a hard time putting him uh, above some of these other guys. And the, I mean, I could put him above nine and ten. Here, let me say. So Melvin Gordon, number six, right? Yeah. I have Mark Ingram at seventh. I'm still saying he's above him because uh, you know they've been using both of them a lot. Then I have Devontae Freeman. I think he's finally uh, coming off that injury. He didn't look that great lately, but I think he'll be back to his old self. Uh, I have Lamar Miller at number nine, which I very, very much struggle with. But without Watkins, I feel like they're going to have to use him a lot. Um, and he's been actually putting up good numbers for as, as much as I don't like the guy. <laughs> like I just I want to be right, but uh, he's been doing pretty well. And then 10th, I actually have AP. All so right. AP has just gotten a buttload of work. And I have a hard time believing that's going to, you know, dip below 20 carries. And I think with that kind of uh, production, even against Seattle or that kind of, you know, uh, I, I think he, he's a safer bet. But Elvin Kamara is just skyrocketing up my charts. I, I love the guy. I love what he brings. Um, so, yeah, but he is going against Buffalo, which I did factor in a bit. Because Buffalo, besides for last week, has actually been a pretty stingy defense. I put Kamara eighth this week. All right. This is a weird thing. I have two Saints running backs in the top ten. I was going to say, is he above Ingram? He is. Ingram's nine. And Jordan Howard's my seventh. And then Adrian Peterson's ten. And Peterson's there because the volume, obviously, is the volume. He's going to get 25-plus carries. Any player who's good who gets 25-plus carries has to be up there every single time. Devontae Freeman dropped out of my top ten. He's 11 right now. 
and then Lamar Miller's 12. Yeah, it's it's weird to see Alvin Kamara at eight, but I just think there's enough there. He's going to score a touchdown one way or the other. Might be running, might be passing or receiving. And shoot, maybe he'll throw one. I don't know. He seems to be able to do all the other stuff. <laughs> he's going to get yards. I like him. I mean, he's eight. He's ahead of Ingram. He, this is going to be a 50-50 backfield. At the, maybe at the best, it's Ingram 60, Kamara 40. But I like Kamara's 40 better than Ingram 60. But I like Ingram too. I do like Ingram. I cannot believe I have two New Orleans Saints running backs in the top 10. And then Adrian Peterson's 10th, who was a Saints <laughs> running back just not too long ago. That's insane. It just shows you there can be such a thing as too much of a good thing. Right. Like it's Peterson. I don't know if he's quite Adrian Peterson from before. It's just that volume's there. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think it matters if you're getting that many carries. If you're getting 37 carries, it doesn't matter. And at this point, I need to see something again from Devontae Freeman to move him back. I mean, still, he's a start, obviously. But I just need to see. He hasn't had a double-digit game in standard since week four. I can't just continue to roll him out there every single time and again until I see it. I mean, roll him out there, yes, but not in my top ten. I need to see a double-digit game. I need to see something. And that's where I'm at with him. So that's why I dropped him. I think this is just the point where I'm, okay, finally going to just knock him down. And then, yeah, Lamar Miller, 12, solid. I think he's just solid. Some other guys. What about McCaffrey? Did you move him up at all after seeing some rushing from him last week? I did. I mean, I have him at 15. So do I. Okay, I was going to say, that's moving him up for me. I don't know where that is for other people. But um, it was very good to see him succeed in that role, not just catching a few passes here and there. Yep. So, yeah, I liked it. And, you know, he, the people he jumped over, uh, it's like DeMarco Murray, which is 17th for me. I just feel like he hasn't been right. I, I heard, a, I think, a rumor, I don't know, but he, that he's kind of battling through a knee injury. So you take that with a grain of salt. Um, but, you know, and C.J. Anderson, um, Abdullah, McKinnon, guys like that are below him now a little bit for me. Yeah, I'm uh, McKinnon. Let's see. Like, McKinnon is 16th for me. Um, well, I'll go ahead of that. Carlos Hyde's 13 for me, which I like Carlos Hyde. Yeah. With, I, we always have. This, we've liked Carlos Hyde. We always yeah, have. He, he's just on a bad team, and he always ends up right in this range. I have him at 13th as well. And if he continues to see, you know, receiving volume, that's where he's going to be even more – Valuable. I still have Aaron Jones 14. We'll wait and see. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll see. I still think he's much more talented. Joe Mixon, I put at 17. I don't know why I keep this. I don't know. I'm the same. I have him at 16. But he's, just, a, he's a starting running back getting the majority of the carries for a team in the NFL. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <in the> NFL. <laughs> so non-committal. <laughs> Not a good team. It's just He's getting the majority of the carries for a team in the NFL. And you know what the reason is? This is one where I just I'm gonna keep. I think there is talent there. I watch him play, and there's flashes of stuff that I can see. It looks like this guy knows what he's doing. I keep bringing this back. I feel like I see instances of him looking like Le'Veon Bell, and it's more of the. It's not. I don't want to like go too crazy with that comparison. It's more of what I see, like you know that sitting behind the backfield, that kind of just sit and wait and looking for the hole, like Bell does, mm-hmm. which no other running back seems to do where he can just kind of just stop and wait and look for the hole. And I kind of see that from Mixon. I've seen him do that a few times where it's like there's something there that if he could then see the hole, if maybe there's no hole opening up. Maybe that's the difference with him. But I, I see that and maybe that's what keeps his – still on my mind. I feel like I see something. I see something there. I have to look up what his rushing yards like per carry is because you look at his numbers and I in my head I'm like, man, you look so much better than this. 
and then I look at his numbers, and every once in a while, like, it'll be a couple games in a row, he just doesn't. <laughs> He's not done I mean, much. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Actually, it is. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It really is. I don't know why I like this guy so much. Like I, I was actually really low on him preseason, like going into yeah. it, I was like, he's going to get overhyped, this and that. And I watch him, I'm like, he should be so much better. And that's what it is. This is one of the few times where I let talent like almost completely crowd, you know, ruin my judgment on like you should base it not completely off stats, not completely off talent. It needs to be a mixture of the bo- of both because stats can lie to you sometimes. You know what I mean? It's, oh yeah, without it's, a doubt. And but with Mixon, I feel like the stats are lying to us. He's not that bad. And how many other players, though, would we see those numbers and be like, oh, the guy's still good? We wouldn't. We would just completely disregard it, I think. Question. Does this mean Jeremy Hill really isn't that bad? <laughs> Jeremy Hill's terrible. <laughs> I think he's probably averaging a better better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, he's brutal. I know, this, is one, this is the one player that I just – we're not the only ones. I've seen this in leagues of ours. Where people go buy Jeremy Hill or buy Jeremy Hill? No one's buying Jeremy Hill. This was in 2015 or 14 or whatever. Um, what do you think, though? Do you think Jeremy Hill has better <laughs> yards per carry? He probably does. He does. Three point one compared to two point nine. And Jeremy Hill was actually good in his rookie year. Hysterical. <laughs> okay, but Mixon, there's he. I think he's good, and I'm going to keep it at that. And he's still going to be top twenty. I'm just going to. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I think oh. we might be – after this week, though, if he disappoints me again, I just got to go strictly on the data. Yeah, me too. I'm. This is – if we get another one where it's just nothing, I think we got to just like, okay, there's, he's not there. So, I don't know. <laughs> it, ah, Nixon, I think there should be more. Doug Martin. Where'd you put Doug Martin this week? Going against the Jets. Dougie Martin. He didn't do he, anything. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. But I have him at 14th. Uh, uh, pretty decent matchup. He gets a, a good amount of carries. You know, he, he's just one of those kind of middle guys where every once in a while he'll do really well. Every once in a while he'll disappoint you. You know, he's, he's kind of sandwiched in between Hyde and McCaffrey for me, which I think is pretty, you know, pretty end par. I put him at 18. I think last week is just going to be one of those fluky things. Tampa's not good. They're not anywhere near what they should be, but they're then again, they're not this terrible, I feel like, either. You know, they should be better than this. So that's where I'm going to keep that at. All right. Any other guys here that we should really, really talk about? Kenyon Drake. How'd you, what'd you do with him? Damian Williams. They, they're in my top 30, but that's about it. They're in the, I think Drake's like 25th for me. Uh, yeah, actually, I was uh, I was far less um, nice to him. I have, I have Drake. Um, where do I have this guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I have Drake at 30th, and then I have Damian Williams at 38. All right. Yeah. See. So it's pretty much on the same thing, but. Yo, I'm kind of. It's just. It's the JHI couldn't do much in that offense. Why would these guys really do too much better? I don't. That's where I'm going to keep them. And then, not excited about the rest of these guys. Isaiah Crowell. I want to hear one more. He had a good game. His last game he played. He was not, then he had a bye week. He's. Do you have any love for him at all? I really don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, it, it's mostly because I just don't like anyone else. That's I think a lot of it. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, in saying that, I have him twenty four. So I have him twenty six. Detroit's run defense has been decent though. So yeah, and then you know, it's not a it's not a great matchup for him, really. Yep. All right, I think that's it, Jeff. I'm done. I'm um, done. 
I'm done. I have nothing. Yeah. Do you have a player you're interested in? When do you have Marlon Mack? Because I know you're a big uh, 33rd. Mack fan. Okay. Just gonna, that's about where he's going to stick. And he has some value. He's going to score a touchdown maybe once in a while. But it's hard to recommend him because you don't quite know what the Colts are thinking. So, yeah, it's I don't know. All right. Quarterbacks, running backs. I think that's it. We'll yeah. be back tomorrow. Wide receivers, tight ends. Finish it up. Talk to you guys then.